0: Hey, have you checked out my free masterclass from page one to done, write your novel or memoir in five truly simple steps? Because if you haven't, you need to. You can watch it right now. You don't have to wait, or you can listen to this podcast episode and then watch it. It is at maryadkinswriter.com forward slash masterclass. That's Mary Adkins with a D like donut and writer like a person who writes, not a person on a horse, forward slash masterclass. It is an hour. It is on demand. So you can watch it whenever you sign up for it and have an hour and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. Welcome to season two of The First Draft Club. I'm your host, Mary Adkins. I'm an author and writing coach. You can find my novels, When You Read This, and Privilege in your favorite bookstore. And my next novel, Palm Beach, will be out next summer. So stay tuned for news about that. I also have a two and a half year old named Finn. And so if you hear background noise during this episode or any episode, that's probably why. I do my best to curb it. I'm in my closet, for example. Um, But, you know, sound carries, especially when there are sounds made by uh, an amazing and very loud toddler. If you tuned in for any of season one, you know that the way that this podcast works is I take a question from my weekly word shop with my students um, and I bring it to the podcast to answer it on the air. And that's going to be how season two works as well, because I got great feedback from season one. I'm really glad that people are enjoying it. I'm enjoying making it. I really like this format. And so we're just going to keep going. Today's letter reads, Dear Mary, I know that to get published as opposed to self-publishing, the first step is to get a literary agent. And now I know that the way I do this is to email literary agents a query letter pitching my book to them. I know it's going to vary, of course, but how many agents can I expect to have to query before I get one? One? A hundred? The answer to this question is very specific. It's 70. Just kidding. But... (laughs) but not really. Probably seventy, <laughs> around seventy. Most people I know have had to query around seventy. Um, so I'm kind of kidding, but kind of not. I think the important thing to be aware of here is that you're going to have to query a lot. You're going to have to query a lot more agents than you want, probably, unless you you know unless you get super lucky and you're someone you're an outlier. You know, maybe maybe the first first or second agent you email will be super excited about your book and i hope that for you that would be amazing that would be wonderful it's just not the case for most of us and so i just want you to be prepared and also to be persistent because we all have to we all have to persist so you're in good company just keep going and don't be discouraged here's the thing it's very important to approach this number of 70 or 100 or however many you are prepared to query, it's very important to approach it in small batches. So I suggest querying agents in batches of five to 10 at a time. And I go into a lot more detail about this in my Get a Literary Agent Starter Kit, which is a very affordable, self-paced little course on my website if you want to check it out. But basically, you get one shot with agents. Okay. So you get to query them one time. And if they say no or ignore you, I mean, you could follow up if they ignore you, but uh, th- it's probably not. If, if they ignored you the first time, following up probably isn't going to get a different result. And because there aren't thousands and thousands of agents y- you who represent the kind of book that you wrote, you... You want to make sure you're doing it right. You want to learn from your first couple of batches what's working with your query letter and your manuscript and what's not working with your query letter and your manuscript before you play your whole hand, so to speak. So you'll you'll query a small batch of agents, 5 to 10, and see what they say. You know, use it as data. If no one responds at all to you, that's a sign you need to work on your query letter. Now, if they respond positively, if a couple of them respond positively to your letter but say it's just not for them, this particular book is just not for them. Okay, you you might be doing something right because if they didn't find your your letter professional enough, they may not have responded at all. So, um so that's actually a pretty good sign even if they they aren't interested in representing you. At some point in this process, you may have to revise. Here is a really, really important point. And this is if you take away anything from this episode other than the knowledge that you may need to query 70 agents, I hope it's this do not rewrite your entire book based on what one agent says. I'll say it again do not rewrite your book based on what one agent says. And actually, I would never do anything super dramatic based on what one agent says. Now, if multiple agents are telling you the same thing, that's a little different. Okay. You may want to listen. Um, if several of your agents have told you that the, the childhood, the early childhood portion of your memoir is not engaging and drags on too long. All right. Well, that's a, that's a few who have said that I would consider it, consider cutting it or changing it or moving it. Um, consider addressing it as a potential problem. And my, maybe your, your story starts in the wrong place. But if, if just one tells you something, uh, filed away, filed away until further notice. Um, so you don't completely dismiss it, but you also don't act on it quite yet. See if there, see if a consensus emerges around that reaction before you do anything based on it, and I tell you this because I I learned this the hard way. <laughs> I absolutely rewrote my manuscript based on what one person said, and then um, only only to later encounter agents who who liked the previous version of the manuscript. So um, you know that's that's how I came up with this this principle um, for myself, which I'm sharing with you. So you will query in batches of five to ten, and then wait six to eight weeks or so. They give you need to give them time to read your email and get back to you, and then you can follow up. And based on the response, then I would query the next batch, or revise, or well, you know whatever you need to do. I would think of these batches as being rounds um, that come in a cadence of. Six to eight weeks. So if you're thinking this sounds like it's going to take a long time, yeah, it might. It might. It took me well over a year to find an agent. It's taken friends uh, months to years. And so, you know, again, I hate to bring me the bear of bad news, but I just want you to have realistic expectations. You also could find an agent next week. You know, I, I mean, anything is possible. Again, I just want you to be prepared so that you don't feel like if, if you haven't found an agent in three months, you're doing something wrong or you're behind or you're failing. You're not. In fact, if you haven't found an agent in three months, you're, you're pretty much right on schedule. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the First Draft Club. Subscribe and leave a review, and I will adore you forever. And if you want to submit your own questions and attend these sessions live, you can join our community of authors by going to MaryAdkinsWriter.com. That's Adkins with a D, like donut. And if you want to attend my free masterclass on how to finish your book in five simple steps, just go to maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass. That's maryadkinswriter.com slash masterclass, and you can watch it instantly. Happy writing. See you next week.